going on? Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, Wednesday edition. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk money, dents, steak dinners, the weather in California, how it's affecting what we do. In case you're wondering who that is, that's an 80s band called Soft Cell. I'm talking early 80s. Um, old like me. So what's happening, kids? How you been? Been having a good week so far? Step in something smelly? Hopefully not. Make some good money? Hopefully so. See the way that works? Go left, things are great. Go right, not so much. Got to scrape off that shoe. Maybe wash it. Um... Things are good here. Things are good here. We're keeping pace. Keeping pace. Like it. I don't know if I told you guys, we hired a, we'll see how it works out. We hired a social media dude, a part-timer. His name is Flo, which is kind of apropos for, for media. We would like things to kind of flow, Flo. You get it? So I'd like to thicken up my flow. Um, but that's another story, prostate. We'll talk about you later. Um, but yeah. <laughs> too early too early in the podcast for something like that i apologize uh and no i don't mean it but um yeah so we're gonna check out uh this flow dude and hopefully he can help us level up our social media and you might be thinking to yourself why brian why why um a lot of reasons it's a good question uh number one to improve on our business uh to get more uh brand awareness to get just more business awareness and then also to make more dollars. I think that people, when you have a stronger brand, it's a longer play, but people will spend more with you because they'll trust you more. They'll identify with you more. Heck, they they know who you are at that point. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yes, that word again, S-E-E-N-T. Seen it well. Um, one of our students that recently signed up told me, he's like, hey, I signed up because I saw your social media and I was, I was enthralled. It's like, oh. Very cool. Good to hear. Thanks for the feedback. So, um, so yeah. But before that guy, we we kind of knew it would work to some extent. It's not like we're the first persons. I mean, you know, look at YouTube and all the content generators and everything else. You know, the <laughs> it's just Mr. Beast and all that crap, right? So it's just it's insane. So we'll see. We'll see if it works. I don't know. It's an experiment. You want me to share the results live? All right. I don't mind it. I'll let you know how it works. We're doing it both on the training side and the service side. So a lot of you guys, you want to hear about the service side, I'm sure. Um, so I'll keep you posted and let you know. Uh, we're going to try to do several pieces a week. Uh, we're going to cross-pollinate. We're going to cross-post uh, cross as I'm watching this big, ominous black trash bag go blown by the front door here. It's kind of weird. It looks like it has a life of its own. And you know, it's funny because it's wind that's blowing that. And we're going to talk about the weather. Normally, the weather talk is kind of boring, and hopefully I I don't hit that low watermark. Hopefully, I can elevate a little bit, but uh, it it plays. But but uh, anyway, um, today we're going to talk about how to crush it in wholesale PDR. Wholesale meaning like dealers, body shops, not retail, not even hail, okay? 
Um, I will also say that uh, for those of you that want to hear a little baseball report, uh, my youngest son, uh, Gage, up at UCLA, they've won their first two series. Uh, last week on the road, they uh, beat Oregon, and this weekend they've already won two out of three from Arizona, who's a very good – both those teams are good teams. So uh, I think they're near first place. They're definitely near the top. Um, my son uh, is unfortunately not pitching yet. His um, He went through surgery last year. If you followed, he got Tommy John. Little arm injury happens to pitchers, uh, but he's been going to physical therapy and he's starting to throw again. So things are looking good. He had the best surgeon ever. I mean, this guy cut on Leo DiCaprio, you know, and a ton of athletes, basketball, Odom, all kinds of people. Uh, I think Bueller, you name it. If you follow the Dodgers, um, so this this was the guy. You you know, this was uh, Arm Jesus. So uh, when he was in physical therapy though, over the past few weeks, Dolph Lundgren's been there for. I think an ankle injury or something. And then uh, last weekend, uh, Arnold was there and he sent me a snapshot. And I think he got to meet him as well, which is pretty cool. I mean, I've always wanted to meet Schwarzenegger. Um, he's an, uh, I, w- I would say American icon. I mean, he's not, you know, he's Austrian or whatever, but, but I mean, he lives here. He lives in LA. I was reading a story about him, uh, coincidentally, too. Um, he rides his bike. Suppose, and if you believe what you read, who knows? This could be complete bullshit. But uh, he rides his bike to Gold's Gym. I mean, I think he still works out. Um, why not, right? Uh, 7 a.m. daily on the streets up in Hollywood, which is sketchy. And I don't think he uh, wears a helmet either, which is just insane. I think he one time had a crash on his motorcycle and almost did some uh, some pretty heavy damage. But uh, anyway, yeah, just to meet to meet uh, Arnold, that's that's a pretty cool thing. So I'm really happy for my son to have that uh, that opportunity. Um, and then this last weekend, I didn't talk about it on the Monday pod, but we had a we had a killer steak dinner. Um, I celebrated a birthday, which I don't, we're adults. I don't celebrate, you know, have a kitty party for my birthday, but, you know, low key. Um, got a gift certificate from a friend of the family. Really nice, real nice lady. She's almost like family. And uh, so she gave us this high-end steakhouse. I won't name the name um, because the service was kind of meh. Wasn't really, wasn't that good. I was kind of let down. It, um, it just didn't really, it didn't ring my bell. I mean, we, we go out fairly, fairly regularly cause we're getting up, up there and, you know, we're in the diner out age, you know, kids are out of the house kind of thing for the most part. So, but, uh, I mean, you expect your water to be filled. I don't, when I take a drink, I don't need it refilled immediately. Some dude over my shoulder, but when it gets down to like the last quarter inch and I haven't had ice for a half hour and this is supposed to be like, you know, we're talking, you know, hundreds of $200 person steak meal. You know, I mean, it's easy to with appetizers and salads and dessert to, to for two people to spend over five hundred bucks. So it's it's, an, it's supposed to be a nice place. And I'll tell you right now, the food was good, but came out cold, half of it, which is not good. And then we sat at the bar thinking, okay, we're gonna get better service, you know, more cocktails, blah blah blah. Nope, nope. The chick there was just, I don't know. I, I she'd been there so long, I think she's kind of gotten her senses kind of dulled, and. Customer service kind of sucked. The other people around were great. Everybody, from the hostess to the expediter. But, I mean, if you like to dine out, you know, you want to hopefully meet some cool people, have some cool conversations, and get decent food and service. And, no, just didn't happen. So, um, but nonetheless, enjoyed it, you know, regardless. Because, like I said, if you're having a dry-aged ribeye steak, you know, scallops, uh, crab cakes, I mean, you know, there's worse things to eat, you know, so, so that was kind of cool. It was a special treat. We don't do that very often at all, uh, but whatevs. Um, 
and it was kind of snobby too. A lot of snobs were there. Uh, you know, you expect that when you go to a $500 steakhouse, you know, a bunch of people, I mean, in the valet, there was a, there was a Lamborghini Urus, there was a Bentley. Um, so I don't know. I, I appreciate Like I said, that the lady who did it, she owns a staffing company. She does very well. All she does is travel. I mean, she's got, she's got a great life and she's very happy. So, uh, neighbor of mine too. So know her and her daughter and their family. So longtime friends. So, so we were talking about the weather. Okay. Weather in California is changing and so are the repairs. And I have a, I've never really done PDR outside of hail out of the state, but now I kind of know what it's like to do hail where it either gets a lot of rain or wind or snow. Cause I've never done dents from snow damage this year. I just did a tundra last week, major snow drift, reconstructed a door. We posted it on the gram. Hope you liked it. Uh, wind damage. Yes, we get that out here. We get the Santa Ana's and stuff, but it's much more frequent now. We got an A-frame sign out in front of our studio here, and it's so windy, half the time things blowing over. So it's like, okay, bad news for the A-frame, good good news for doors at gas stations and poles and things like that, or decorations or trees or gates blowing into cars. So so the weather's actually giving us more business, which I kind of like. Uh, all the rain, yeah, more accidents. People can't see out their back window when they're backing up. So we're getting a lot of heavier stuff, a lot of spot jobs, some PDR, like I mentioned, the Tundra and stuff. But uh, like I said, I ain't complaining. I, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Didn't somebody say that? Didn't my grandma say that? She said something like that. But all right, so moving on to the topic of the day. Okay, how to crush. Now, when I say crush, I'm talking like 25 grand a month. All right, what is that? That's 250, carry the five. It's about 300 grand. Does that sound right? 10's 250, two more 24. Yeah, yeah, just about, just about 200, uh, I'm sorry, just about 300 grand, 300 gur. <laughs> what's your number? Yeah, seriously, what is your number? What's a number that you'd be like, hey, you know, I'm crushing it. Is it 300 grand? Is, is it 100? Is it 50? Is it a mil? What's your crushing number? And it probably has a lot to do about where you live, uh, your your uh, social uh, obligations to your family or friends or your, your ridiculous girlfriend that always has you buying jewelry for her and you shouldn't, but, but she's just so hot, you, you just can't, you know, get away from it. Shit like that. But I don't know. I don't know. Me, 25 grand, at least back in the day, even, even today, that's decent money. Okay, I wouldn't, I would not laugh. Ha <laughs> ha, no, none of that. I would not laugh at 25 grand a month. All right? And then the, the second part of the equation is how much do you want to work? Yeah, Bob, I'm talking to you. How much do you want to work? Because what we do is attributed to time, unfortunately. Now, if we were truly wealthy, we would be making money not attributed to time. There's a guy, is it called the Book of Naval? There's a guy named Naval. He's almost like a modern day prophet. This guy is such a, a, a brain, such a mind of our time. If you get a, a second, go find his, his uh, if you want to, if you want to go geek on me. I th and I think I probably brought him up once, one time before. Um, and I apologize for going geek on you guys, but, but this guy talks about your time and wealth and how to make wealth and, and. You know, if, you're, if your wealth is tied to your time, you're not truly wealthy because I've talked about the currency of, of time in your life. And to me, that's the most important thing. If I, if I had one thing to say on this podcast, I'd say acquire time, you know, acquire time and then you redistribute it that makes you happy. You know, do whatever you, you want to do, you know, within, without you know, causing harm or pain to, to anybody else, unless it's that one stripper who just had it coming, you know. 
Kidding, kidding, just jokes. Got to throw them out there. Got to keep the podcast moving. Got to keep it hopping. All right, so anyway, 25 grand a month, okay, depending upon time and everything else. All right, here we go. Let's pull this thing down a little bit. Okay, so dealers, let's go over the pros and cons. This is wholesale, right? We're talking about wholesale. Dealers are wholesale. Okay, pros, regular work. You will always have work when you go to, when you have dealers, almost always, pretty much year-round. Okay. Some weeks it might be eight cars. Some weeks it might be two. Some days, who knows? Okay. But they'll always have work for you for the most part. Why? Because that's what they need. They need to sell cars. To sell cars, they the smart ones want clean cars to sell. The stupid ones will try to sell shit. Stay away from those dealers. Okay. Cons. Disrespected recon tech. A lot of times they don't respect us. And why? Because there's a handful of us out there. And if, if you're if somebody's knocking on your door of a week. The supply and demand chain is askew, if you will. Okay, there's a lot more supply than there is demand. The dealer only needs one or two guys. Why is there 50 guys knocking on the door? Why? Because it's good money. And it's pretty easy once you get good at it. Okay, so that's a con. You're treated like shit. Number two, competition, like I just said. Yeah, it's hard to get dealers. There's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of whores. Okay. Number three, a lot of these dealers are not loyal. Oh my God, you'll do it for a dollar fifty less a car, Billy. You're gone. I mean, they'll do that shit. They'll, they'll freaking, they'll slam your ass. They'll can you. So, um, what else? Uh, sometimes they're slow pay. Most of the time, dealers pay pretty decent. Um, but I would just say because of competition and lack of respect overall for, at least when I when I was doing a lot of it, I haven't had dealers in a while. But, um, but yeah, just a lack of respect a little bit. And just I mean, we have guys that work for me that, that do, do dealers, excuse me, but no. Nay, nay, I say. Um, so there's your pros and cons on dealers. Wholesalers, uh, not a lot of pros. Um, wholesalers are private dealers who don't sell retail, and they basically buy and sell cars back to dealers, to and from. So they're kind of intermediaries, mid middlemen. You know. By the way, movie suggestion: Matchstick Men. Go check it out. Uh, Nicholas Cage, so good. I, I, I don't know. I'm leaning to Nicholas Cage. I think he's a good actor. He's, he's, he's a, definitely a treasure. Speaking of treasure, national treasure, Nicolas Cage movie. Go check it out. All right, that's enough. Um, all right, back to the story. Wholesalers, pros and cons. Pros, um, they need us, and they know they need us. They always have work. They always have cars. Cons, they're cheap as fugly. They do not like to pay money. They will use, they'll pay usually cash in the barrel that day. But, oh, buddy, buddy, you know, I, my guy, I can't find him, but he normally will do dance for $10. It's like, you know what? No. And I was talking to Jake, our, our hitman for hire here. We were cracking up because, you know, dealers say, you know, hey, I'm a dealer. You should give me a better deal. And Jake made a good point. He's like, you know what? They should charge. They should pay more. And he's right. They really should pay more because they're they're more of a pain in the ass. And you know what? Retailers should pay less because they're easier in the end. We get paid more money anyway, but I mean, it's just, and half the time the work's not so bad, but I digress. So wholesalers, pros and cons, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them that need us. There's less competition for them. Why? Because they're cheap as F. Yeah. And they're kind of slimy. So I will say that. And then lastly in the, uh, well, no, we got two more body shops, um, pros and cons pros, pretty easy to get, um, need us fairly regularly, at least the ones that are in the know. The ones that are in, in the big no need us all the time, like daily. But you won't find too many buy shops that are that sharp. Why? Because they're old school, they're dinosaurs, and you can't make an old dog learn new tricks typically. Unless it's my wife, and then I teach her things all the time, that old dog. 
Kidding. Kidding. Thank God she doesn't listen to this podcast because she heard me calling her an old dog. I would be in the doghouse myself for a little while. So hope you got a good laugh out of that. I probably should edit that one back out. But anyway, moving on. So pros, fair amount of work. Um, and there's a lot of body shops. And there's not quite as much competition in my opinion. M-M-I-M-O, in my opinion. Cons. They don't pay too much. They're not with the times. They still think that we're 50 75 $90 a dent guys. They have no idea the way that the, the new dent economy has changed for PDR. Thank God. It was about ready to, about time. So, anywho. So, you aren't going to make the per car or per dent price that you would make at a lot of other options. Okay. But, like I said, they're prevalent and you can get them out there. I, I've known guys that have done 15 20 grand a month just servicing dealers. Or, or even more. I mean, not, not dealers, body shops. Okay, let's move on. Let's get to big boy territory. Let's go where the big cojones, the big plums are. All right, the dudes with the big balls. All right, here we are. So, auctions, rental car agencies. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Big money, big juice, greasy, fat, slimy money. I'm talking mafia money. Not big mafia, little mafia. All right, this is where the, where the big dogs go. Woof. Why? Because you got all the characteristics of the stuff above, you got repeat work, and you've also got pretty big money in volume. Okay, they they will auctions are turning cars every week, unless it's a bi-weekly auction. Sometimes it's a couple times a week. And the rental cars, same things. They're renting them out all the time. They have turnbacks. Some of these people do maintenance. So there's a lot of fuck ton of work. All right, it's good. It's good. In 2023, for the right opportunity, you may need to move to get those accounts though, okay? Because there's tons of dealers and wholesalers and body shops, but, you know, and, and let's just say you want to make 10 to 15 grand. If that suits you, if that's your number, then you don't need to move. Go do dealers, go do and or body shops, okay? Not a problem, 10 to 15 grand, I, I'm telling you right now, I could go out and sell that, give me two, three months, I could go pull up a route in, in any big city town, USA, and do those numbers, for real. In 2023, guarantee it. Too much experience doing this shit, opening up accounts, even in the last few years, helping people out. I get it. I know it. It works. But 20 to 30? Oh, no. Nay, I say. 23, 20 to 30 grand plus is big boy territory. Imagine having three auctions, guys, that you serviced a week, and you're repairing, you're doing 30 to 50 cars each day, weekly. Okay? So what would that be? Uh, 90 to 120, if my ghetto math is, my little caveman brain works. That's a lot of cars. You're probably thinking, Brian, how could you do 30 or 40 cars a day? What is wrong with you, Brian? Well, I did, number one. Number two, I'm not going to tell you that I glassed everything out. That'd be lying. If I told you I got the dents out 85, 90%, no, that's true. Most of the stuff wasn't big. Every now and then you get a dent that was braced that you couldn't get to, and you got to slow down with the glue pull, or... If some smashed up corner, you know, all of a sudden one dent's taking you an hour. Wah. Wah. So what? You're going to get 30 or 40 cars every time for all three of those auctions. And we did this. Yes, we did this. Did this for a long time. A long time. I have tears. The reason I got into retail because we lost our auctions. It happened eventually. Banks went out of business. Banks merged with other banks. They stopped doing recon with us. Yeah. Sad, sad story. Now, I could have moved. I could have gone. I mean, I, I did everything I could 
to try to save and or get new business at the local California auctions. It just wasn't meant to be. And I'm just, I'm not going to tell you that it's somebody else's fault. It's my fault. My, my sales game, my marketing game just, just didn't pull it together. And it sucks. Okay. But if I was willing to travel, you know, go to Minnesota, Chicago, Houston, Dallas, wherever, I'm sure we could have got more auction accounts again. I remember I, I talked to people and it was doable, but I would have had to move my whole family to go do that. And if I'm going to move, am I going to do auctions or am I going to go do hail? Right. So, so anyway, yeah. And don't forget the auction would take 15%. So let's do some math, shall we? Caveman math time. Do, 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 do. Okay. So it's 40 cars times three, 120. And let's say I was at about $65 a car. I think that's around 31K, $30,000, a month. Yeah. So I just eclipsed the 25 grand we talked about, right? Oh, oh, we also added on paint touch-up. Yeah, why not? Okay. I think it was $30 a car for paint touch-up. And we did almost every car as well. So that was an extra 14 gur. So I'm 31 plus 14, that's 45 gur. One man, solo con carne. I'm with meat. I don't know what even that means, but I like the sound of it, so I say it. Um, so yeah, 45 grand, guys. One guy, me. Okay, plus I had other people working at the auctions. We were doing more cars, and then occasionally we were doing interior repairs. The only the only short sightedness was that we we weren't doing uh, bumpers. I should have done bumpers back in the day, and we thought about it, but we could. We were so you're making that kind of money, you're not getting greedy. Yeah, well, Brian, you could have made a hundred. Yeah, you're probably right on my own stuff, right? But that was still pretty decent money, okay? What, 600000 700000 a year? Just auction money? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, and they took a fee out of that. Like I said, 15% taken right off the top. But they paid you regularly. Every week. You got a check from the prior week. It was pretty sick. Odessa, Mannheim, the best. Matter of fact, I even had an auction. For a while, I was doing four auctions a week. I would drive up either Sunday night or early Monday morning near San Francisco. From where I live, that's a six-hour drive each way. I drive 12 hours. I'd work an hour and a half, two hours. I'd pocket a grand at the Fairfield Auto Auction. East Bay. Look it up. Fairfield, California. Still an auction there. One of our accounts that we did the other auctions was selling cars there. Yep. Thousand bucks. Probably anywhere between 800 to 1100 bucks. I'd spend $100, maybe 150 in gas. But it was that 12-hour drive. It was a 14-hour day to make a G. Okay, that was decent money in, in the late 90s, early 2000s. $1,000 a day. I was happy with that. Add that plus the other stuff. So that's four GER with the Fairfield Auto Auction. Then the other 30, 40 for the other stuff. All right. Hey, not two shabs. Not two shabs. 60 grand a month? Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. So that's big boy territory, guys. Yeah, you can do your dealers. You can do your body shops. You can do your slimy mofo wholesalers. Of course you can. But auctions, aside from hail, to me, auctions are number one. They are hard to get. There's only so many of those bad boys. And Dent Wizard has their teeth in a lot of them. But man, if you know how to sell and you really know how to freaking make cut a deal, I don't know. 
It's hard to say there's better better work in PDR than that. Rental cars, I didn't really talk about them because they're seasonal and they're turnbacks and all that. We used to do them. What what didn't I like? The con. Oh, let's go right to the con. The money's there. The cons, there's two. Cars were fucked up. How well did you treat a rental car? Probably not too well. Luggage across the back of the trunk? I don't give a shit. Scratch. Drop dented. Dented on the roof. People walk on it. So we would do these cars for, for crumbs. And then, this is what used to piss me off, kids. I get slow paid. Yeah. You're doing all this work, busting your ass. You got a crew of four or five guys. We got a thousand cars to do in, let's say, two or three days. I can't. I'm fast, but it ain't that good, especially when the cars are hammered. Way more hammered than the auction cars. Because auction cars are least returns half the time, right? Way cleaner. They don't they don't want to get hammered, so they take care of their car. Dordings, right? Versus freaking minor collision. This is pre pre glupal shit. So we were really freaking rocking and rolling. Never forget Carlos. San Diego Airport. Okay. It's uh Buick Regal or some shit. Fire engine red. Brian, did you try the dance on the roofs of the red Buick? Blech. He said it like he almost threw up when he said the word. I'm like, Carlos, that thing's got like four watermelons sitting on the roof, man. You could see him dentoning into the headliner from the inside. I know, I know. Did you try? I go, no, there's there's really no reason to try. Oh, oh, okay, so you don't want my business. This is the kind of shit. This is that disrespect I was telling you about, right? Yeah, Carlos, I want your business, but I just, okay, if you don't want to try, just, just say so. Just say, just say, if you're not lazy or something. He said that under his breath, too. I said, I, all right, fine. I'll try. And did I pull that headliner down? No, of course not. I pushed those dents up right through the headliner with my hand and my socks. I'm going to put my shoes off. I would have worn the shoes, but it probably left foot marks on the headliner, and Carlito would have known. And yeah, I got probably 50% of the dents out. He was still disappointed. Just like the meme, I am disappointed, but I did get an offer. I did I did give it some uh, effort, not an offer, effort. Um, but those mofos would pay us about every 90 days. And Alamo at the time, their pay center was in Florida. So I couldn't just drive over there and demand a check. Or I could, but it'd be like a 38-hour drive. So it wasn't worth it. I would front my guys 10, 15 grand for their work. For me to make five or eight or something. What the hell is that? Um, and then, yeah, it was just a mess. Just a mess. So, anyway. So, don't do rental cars is what I'm saying. Just lost my train of thought. There. Somebody's banging on the, a window right now. I can't figure out who or why. So, how to be a baller, guys. How to crush in wholesale. Like I said, if you can get auctions, make it happen. If you want to do dealers, that's fine. But just know there's a lot more competition and it just doesn't play out the same way that the auctions will. All right, guys, that's it, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. What's our deal? What's our agreement? Silent agreement. You will rate and review and refer people to the podcast. I will continue to produce very pale, watered-down oatmeal content for your ears and listening. Of course not. I'm going to try to give you the best I can. I'm going to give you guys lessons so you can make money and retire rich and wealthy. Sit on top of a hill with a gold Cadillac. Anyway, thanks so much. We'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.